Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is JJ Hernandez, and joining us on the show today is the one and only Jim Goza with Jim's Gym out of Arkansas. Jim, what's going on today? What's up, JJ? Man, happy Monday to you. How are you doing, brother? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Look, we're excited to have you on. And uh, before we dive into the nitty gritty of what you have going on with Jim's Gym, you know, why don't you first tell us a little bit about how you describe the business to people and what made you get started in the first place? Yeah. Okay. Great question. So um, I kind of jumped in like I feel like many people who are new to the their own uh, gym ownership or LLC or brick and mortar space are transitioning to COVID, man. It, it knocked me out of my personal training job at a local gym. Um, and so originally the gym just kind of closed down for a little bit and we were like, well, we're just going to wait it out um, with the city's blessing. We're going to do some classes outside, things like that. But of course, you know, any big gym that's reliant upon uh, memberships uh, rather than just personal training or classes, you know, those, those numbers start to dip dramatically very quickly as people start transitioning more indoors, doing their own workouts at home, finding an online source, things like that. So uh, unfortunately, those doors closed permanently. Um, that gym has actually, thankfully, since moved to a different location and is, is kind of rebuilding, which I'm very grateful for because they're great people. But, but uh, so I was kind of out on my own. I was like, well, um, not only do I have a responsibility to my fiance and to myself to continue to earn money, but also I have a responsibility to the client list that I already had. And I do not, under any circumstances, want to let these people go because we've come so damn far. We've worked so hard to get to where they are. And I just, I can't abandon them. Um, so what I did initially was, you know, I, I started my own kind of single member uh, or like a sub LLC single proprietorship uh, business. And I started a business bank account and, uh, you know, in the middle of a pandemic. And uh, I reached out to everybody and I said, hey, we're still going to plan on moving. If you want to move your body, if you want to, if you want to keep going, then I'm right there with you. So I loaded a tub full of equipment in my vehicle. I just kept it there. I had some TRX straps and bands and a BOSU ball and medicine balls and a set of adjustable dumbbells to work on the fly. And I would literally meet my clients at a park under a pavilion and set up the TRX straps under the, you know, on the, on the cross beams of the pavilion and lay out an entire thing. I brought out a little speaker. Uh, I brought out sanitizer. I brought out wipes. I brought out towels. I brought out fans, everything. Uh, and I and I slowly started to rebuild my client list that I had had to let go because I didn't really have a gym space anymore. So I trained people like that for a solid year and a half. And I mean, these people were epic. Like they are they are the reason why I have a brick and mortar and a functioning, thriving business today, because through hot. I don't know. I don't know if you've ever been to Arkansas, man, but we have the most no. uncomfortable. It's, dude. Don't, if you're going to come here, you want to come in the spring or the autumn, do not come here in summer. It is, you know, a hundred million percent humidity and 110 degrees. You feel like you're swimming through the air, but they kept, they still come. They, they would still come and meet me. We worked out really hard. Uh, we kept them on the path to their goals. And I think that my dedication to them, as well as their dedication to themselves and to the practice is what helped me 
thrive and what gave me the opportunity to then turn this into an actual brick and mortar spot. So um, I'm getting kind of long-winded here, but that's, I think that's kind of what it's for, right? Uh, <laughs> so totally, totally. Um, Keep going. <laughs> I, I eventually saved up, you know, enough capital through just training them to where I, I reached out to a, a local real estate company and I was like, hey, I would love a spot in this little shopping center um, because I felt that it was my responsibility then my people had already stuck with me in the cold ass winter months and the hot ass summer months and the pretty mild and, and enjoyable fall and spring. And, uh, I was like, I got to give you guys something. I got to give you more. Uh, I need to give you an indoor space that is climate controlled. So you can, you know, that's, that's a factor that we are removing to make sure that your fitness is on point. And I need to get you guys more equipment straight up. So the reason I have my brick and mortar right now is not for me. It's for specifically my clients, more specifically those clients that were so dedicated to stick with it and to stick with me as a, you know, as a thank you, like this is for you guys. So that led me to where I am today. I love that. I love that. That's awesome. And I, I love how the emphasis is on the clients and not on yourself. And I think that's such a bigger, a bigger picture. It just shows that you care more than the next person. Yeah. So, and I'm sure your clients feel that, you know, and, and that's so. the biggest thing. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it's, it is called personal training. You know, it's not just training. It's like yeah. you, you and I are in this together. Your goals are now my goals. Like, let's, yeah. let's get it. Let's accomplish it together. I love it. And so let's dive a little bit deeper into Jim's gym, Jim. Great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we'll do the, the bare bones basics here. So how, how many clients or members, if you will, are, are you guys at currently? Or so, are you at currently? I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm seeing 30 clients a week uh, a lot have you know some train together uh, most of them train for 30 minutes at a time I have quite a few or not quite a few I mean I have I have some who train at 45 minutes and a, a couple of clients who train at an hour so my day is is you know pretty much 7 30 a.m to 7 p.m I'm in the gym training folks back to back finding time here and there of course to still get my own workouts because that's absolutely vital to my health and mental health and well-being so yeah, yeah. right at I think I'm right at about 30 yeah Awesome. Okay. And so let's say this, Jim, let's say I, I use myself as the avatar. I came in and I'm like, Jim, I'm ready to rock. I want to get started. What would I then have to pay to become an active client? Yeah. So um, that's a great question. Um, and, and one that I am confronted with on a daily basis. So uh, I am uh, $40 per 30 minute in-person session. Um, as I said before, my space is only small group or one-on-one, -on -one. no open gym hours. Uh, and I'll, I'll get to the reason why I did that in a moment. But I also don't think that fitness is something that should only be exclusive to people who can afford $40 per session. So I also offer a $25 virtual like session cost because I, like I said, I make this expandable and available to absolutely everyone. I am giving every single person my time. Now, if you want uh, me to just like program something for you, I'm happy to do that. Typically it's like, I don't know, 10 bucks for a program. I'll just kind of throw a, throw a, you know, I'll throw a price out there for people. And if it seems like, man, this, this person really can't afford a lot, but they are really dedicated to trying to make this happen. Five bucks, hell, sometimes free, depending on the situation, because you know, that, 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 you know, generosity could always yield a future client. And so yes. it's really important to me to, to be that open with people and to provide multiple options. So yeah, um, I, I don't do contracts. Um, 
I tell people like you can legit cancel anytime you want. If you feel like this is not for you, because I feel like you shouldn't be punished uh, to continue to pay something. If what you are experiencing, you don't like. Um, and I'll also like obviously doing a, a, a one-on-one session. Now I actually listened to a, a, one of your podcasts, you were talking to a gentleman about how they do uh, paid consultations which I actually thought was really interesting and it got me thinking about it a lot. Um, I still do the, the free one-on-one because I definitely want to make sure that um, it is perfect for the client. Like they love the space. They like me, we vibe off of one another together because that's super, super important for retention. I found um, if you don't vibe with the other person, then, you know, why the hell would they stick around? Life is too short to, to not spend it having fun even though fitness is difficult, I, I've still found to, found a way to have a lot of fun with the people that come work out with me. So yeah, non, non-contractual. Um, I tell people they can do as many or as few sessions per week as they want. I give them a general guideline saying something along the lines of, if it's been a while since you've been part of a workout program, or uh, if you're just getting back to it, I think three times a week is a really good ratio for you, especially like on a Monday, Wednesday, Friday, giving you Tuesday and Thursday to rest and recuperate, come back in, hit it again, just long enough until the habit is built. Because we all know that the habituation of exercise is what's going to keep people going, right? Um, At that point, we can renegotiate, reevaluate. If you want to come five times a week, awesome, let's do it. If you only want to come once a week and just to spot form because you're doing enough out on your own and you feel comfortable and safe doing it, by all means, that's fine. I uh, definitely make a point to tell my people when they first start with me, you know, my goal is not to keep you on my books in perpetuity. My goal is to give you the knowledge to where you can go into a gym and do things safely, effectively, and it's built into part of your daily practice just as much as brushing your damn teeth. Like it is a, it is a non-negotiable part of your day. You've reached that point. You are at the apex. You are doing this yourself now. Fly, little birdie, you know? <laughs> That's it. That's it. I love it. I love it. And, and so let's take a, a, a deeper dive into clients here. So for you and, and Jim's gym specifically, what has been your best method to finding new clients? Man, I'll tell you this. I have not paid a dime in advertising. It has all been worth, uh, it has all been word of mouth and client referrals. So um, everybody who has come to me has come by way of, you know, somebody seeing them out and being like, hey, you look great. Like, what are you, what are you doing? And they're like, oh, I have a trainer, blah, 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 blah. And I'll inevitably get a call out of that. Um, I'm, I'm pretty darn good at, you know, at making things make sense for people to the point on the phone where they are comfortable coming in and trying a one-on-one session with me. And at that point, I mean, it's just, it's just a matter of me, you know, moving the chess pieces in the right way to close the deal, um, which I've gotten pretty darn good at just through trial and error. Um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, sure thing. And, and so let's say this too, right? Let's say that, leads and clients and 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 traffic was unlimited mm-hmm. now obviously hypothetically speaking here if if you were to add on top of what you had now how much how much higher could you go you know mm-hmm. from the 30 that you're at now yeah so this is actually this has been a conundrum for me recently this is really the first kind of roadblock that i'm hitting now just a little bit of background i don't have any degree in advertising or marketing or business running or anything i got a theater degree 
So we can, we can, we can bust into that in a moment, but you know, I love, I love personal training. So actually what I'm running into right now and what I'm researching a lot for myself is how to have a model that can grow perpetually. Um, right now I'm pretty much to the point where my books are stacked. Um, like I said, Monday through Friday, I'm pretty much working 7am to 7pm and I love what I do. So I'm driven to continue to do it because, you know, uh, I, I live vicariously through my clients aha moments, you know, like, Oh my God, I'm down a pound or, or one guy showed me today who, by the way, is going to be a professional bullfighter. Like that's his goal. Uh, badass stuff. I know, but he showed me on his belt today. He's like, by the way, this is how much weight I've lost. And I'm like, Oh my God. So, um, shit, what was the question? I just get to talking and I just forget. <laughs> no way. Oh yeah. Yeah. Growth, growth, growth. Yeah. So I'm running, I'm running into the point where uh, it's, it's a challenge and I'm trying to figure out the next steps. I think one thing that's going to be very valuable, uh, for their time as well as mine is moving people, finding people of, uh, similar goal sets and merging them together into one small group session, essentially, because then what I'm able to do is I'm able to charge them actually a lesser cost per person while making more per hour myself and not breaking up my attention so much that I feel like anybody is unsafe. So I think that's an option. I was actually listening to uh, the, you, you guys released an episode, your most recent one, the first guy on it got in Cody Thompson. I was listening to him talk about how he works in the, uh, the, the, the internet sphere. And that was incredibly enlightening and very interesting. So I need to do quite a bit of research on that. If you have any materials that you can, Throw my way, dude. Please yeah, let me know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm legit. Just I'm I'm navigating this thing as we go, and I think that's kind of you know the whole point of the gym lords. So of course, yeah. of course, yeah, I'm glad you recognize that, and I appreciate you shouting that out too. Cody was an awesome guy, mm-hmm. and so you know, um, I I think we kind of touched on it a little bit, but I kind of want to hear the full experience here, and I think it's a great question to kind of see, and I think it's something that you do pretty consistently. But um, let's say maybe um i'm not ready to commit but i'm interested and i come in and i'm like hey you know jim talk to me about the facility so walk me through jim the the client journey so from being interested to then being sold the package to then being onboarded as a client what does that look like for you specifically yeah so i (laughs) i that's a great question and i think my entire ethos with the gym is i want you to be as comfortable as possible while being as uncomfortable as possible, if that makes sense. Like, I want you to feel good about the space that you're in. I want you to feel good about our interpersonal relationship because that is everything. Um, I want you to feel good about my knowledge in fitness and how it can apply to you. Uh, That's why I think, you know, making sure that you are really tailoring the experience of every single individual to that person's specific needs, keeping really good records of, you know, their injuries or allergies or, you know, uh, what style of movement they appreciate, what style of movement they enjoy. Um, Those are all really, 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 really vital keys in my experience to getting people to trust because what it comes down to is it's trust. It's like, I, I get somebody in the space with me. Do you trust me enough with your goals to be willing to throw money at it? Especially in a time where inflation is going through the roof, gas prices are super high. You could spend your money literally everywhere or anywhere, or you could hoard it all. So why would you give it to me? 
And I think what that comes down to is that you see that what we have in my facility is exactly what would be best for you. So like, let's take a tour, let's talk. Um, taking a tour through the gym is my opportunity to also show these people that I am knowledgeable in what I'm able to do. I can give them my background and my history about why I started exercising and how it's worked for me and how it's changed me. And it also gives me the opportunity to facilitate a real honest question because you're not going to build that trust without honesty as well. So if somebody who's, you know, 70 and 300 pounds comes to me and shows me a picture of somebody who's 25 with abs and be like, I want to look like this, then it's my responsibility to say, pal, you ain't going to look like that. But what we are going to do is we are going to make sure that your quality of life going forward is so much more uh, uh, robust. We're going to make, you know, so being truthful, being honest, showing character is really, really, really important. It's not, to me, it is legitimately not just about numbers. Um, I'm making enough money to where I'm comfortable and healthy and happy. So the to, so now that I've watched out for myself, my secondary goal, which becomes my primary goal, is making sure that I can watch out for you properly and that you understand that I am going to be the right guy for you. And that's another reason why that's an opportunity for me to tell people, you are not on a contract. If at any time this is not working for you, you are free to go. However, I don't give refunds, so I want you to use all the sessions that you pay for. But I'm also charging you on a biweekly basis so that legitimately half a month through, if you don't like where we're headed, you can try something else. Because ultimately it comes down to their happiness, which is typically enough to get people to try at least two weeks. And once I've got people on the two weeks and they're like, oh my gosh, I actually really enjoy this. I enjoy this guy. I enjoy the process. Then they'll stay on. Exactly. And you understand that. And I think it's just about getting to that, that minimum of the two weeks and from there, the rest kind of just follows. And so here's a little bit of a deeper question, a little bit of a longer one too. So if you need me to, to repeat anything, by all means, just let me know, Jim. So uh, in the fitness and gym industry, there's about three pillars of business that we typically use pretty predominantly. And that's going to be your number one, which is your lead gen, which is your marketing, of course, your client acquisition, which is your sales, and then your retention and ascension, which is keeping your clients longer, but getting them to buy more from you in that process. So of those three, Jim, where do you feel like you could improve the most? Oh, man, that's an awesome question. Um, marketing, if I, had to put a, if I had to put a point on it. Acquisition, I'm good at once they're, you know, once they're under my care. I'm, I'm very good at retention because, you know, like I said, it's, it's all about happiness and it's all about satisfaction and seeing the results um, and self-awareness. I think marketing is my thing, but at the same time, having not spent anything on marketing and still able to generate, you know, a, a full set of books. It's, it's a tricky one when it comes to the online space, which I would love to break into and I'm, and I'm researching now uh, marketing is going to be, it's going to be the, the big one for sure. Yeah. yeah. And, and Jim, let me tell you, you know, I, I appreciate the honesty and transparency because having done this so many times, so often y'all can see, we ask that question and some people, you know, typically don't like to dive too deep into the rabbit hole of what they can improve on. Cause mm. obviously we're on air and it's tough to do that, but I, yeah. I appreciate it. And the viewers that genuinely appreciate it, you know, regardless of success, there's always places that you can improve. And the fact that you can show that I think is a big eye opener for everybody. Mm. And so the last two questions for you here, Jim, um, 
you know, for Jim's Jim, what's the bigger picture, the overarching goal? What are you trying to accomplish? Yeah. You know, I think really what I'm just trying to accomplish is to uh, obviously, you know, I, I, as a business owner, my mind is on expansion at some point. Uh, so being able to grow into a larger space, being able to do so effectively to where I don't, I don't feel like I'm, uh, I, I really, 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 as much as I know it's a valuable tool, I want to try to limit the amount of debt that I go in as much as possible. So I am growing, I'm using all the funds that kind of come back into the gym, not only to pay myself, but also to buy new equipment and make sure things are, you know, the facility is running smoothly. Um, so I definitely have my vision on expansion. Of course, like I said, you know, I've been open for six months, uh, already getting to the point where I'm able to pay myself, which I know a lot of times when a business opens, like you got to wait a year, maybe two years before you really start seeing an ROI in your own personal pocket. Uh, so using the funds that the business is making now to kind of expand uh, both into a larger brick and mortar and then expand into the online space. But in order to do that, you know, I've got a, you know, a class schedule, super important to me. I really want to be able to host classes. I would love to get other trainers under me in the space, but in order to do that, I need more than just 925 square feet. You know, that's where I'm at now. It works great for me. It works great for a, a class up to about 10 people. Um, but outside of that, it, it can get a little clustery in there. So uh, being able to expand into a larger space is going to be a crucial component of that, you know, that, that overall business expansion. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent, which is inevitable. I think as, as you grow, it's going to be inevitable. Yeah. And, and so one last question for you here, Jim, and it's, it's probably my favorite question. I'm kind of curious to see what you say. So, you know, I mean, I know you've been in business about six months now, but if, if you can go back in time to when you first started the gym and first opened up, you know, what's that one piece of advice that you wish you heard that you would tell yourself if you could go back in time, um, if you knew everything you knew now, what would you say? Get an accountant. <laughs> right off the bat, <laughs> get a damn accountant. Oh man! <laughs> Having to navigate that. taxes as so, I own Jim's Gym. I also own I'm, I'm I'm part owner in a band that I play in locally called The Juice. Go check us out. We're red. Um, but you know, having to do having to do that as well as my own personal taxes, man. Like I already don't like tax season, and I'm not a math guy. So to to try to navigate the murky waters of new business ownership is hell. Um, having, you know, I, I finally have hired an accountant because I just like, this is an inevitable move and has to happen. So if you don't already have one, by God, you will, you will thank yourself for doing it. That's probably the <laughs> biggest one, honestly, man. There you go. Oh man. Talk about a mic drop for real on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Jim, uh, it's a pretty good place to wrap things up on this episode. Before we sign out, uh, you know, please, it, it'd be a pleasure. Shout out your website, your Instagram, face anything you have. Um, where can people find out more about you and, and Jim's Gym? Yeah, definitely. Thank you for asking. So jimsgym.fit, F-I-T. Um, by the way, .fit domains are very inexpensive compared to .coms. So for other business owners out there looking to start their own website, check into a .fit. Uh, I can also be found on Instagram at Goza Health Coach, or you, you know, just find me as, as Jim's Gym, I believe as well. Uh, but that's G-O-Z-A Health Coach. Uh, and then you can find me on Facebook, Jim's Gym. And then my band can be found at listentothejuice.com and <laughs> listen to the juice on Instagram. Uh, and then, yeah, yeah, that's it, man. That's it. That's it. That's all.
There we go. Look, we absolutely appreciate your time and, and contribution to the podcast and, and look forward to seeing what you can accomplish on the road, Jim. Uh, and to everyone who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit the like and subscribe button. And if you want to come in and talk about your fitness business within the fitness industry, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you very, very soon. And as always, till next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Joe Fitzgerald, and joining us on the show is Mr. Jesse Saldivar of Patterson Health and Fitness, coming to you from Patterson, California. Jesse, what's going on, man? How are you today? Oh, pretty good. How are you doing, Joe? I'm doing fantastically. I'm excited to have you here and, and I'm excited to to pick your brain and, and get some of the inner inner workings of Patterson here. Before we dive in and, and start talking strategy and tactics and all of that, Jesse, why don't you tell us a little bit about what this gym is? How, how do you describe Patterson Health and Fitness? Uh, so Patterson Health and Fitness is pretty much a... Um, on all around uh, a gym that that combines a few different things one we have uh you know like your normal global gym type of um, environment where it's free weights you know uh machines cardio equipment stuff like that um and and we sell what's called a basic membership so that's access to all of that um on top of that we have a, a premium membership which is is kind of where i come in um and we offer functional fitness classes and cardio kickboxing classes um, private sessions, learning how to um, box, kickbox, anything to do with that. Um, and as well as uh, parts of our gym are, are exclusive to the premium members. So it's all of the, the different types of equipment set up almost like a, like a CrossFit gym where we have a rig, we have, um, you know, slam balls, that kind of stuff. Uh, and then on top of that, we have a, a juice bar that, you know, we do, you know, uh, smoothies and, and protein shakes, that kind of stuff. Um, and then Within the next month or so, we'll have saunas coming in. So, so kind of okay. expanding on that. Yeah. So a lot of fun stuff under one yeah. roof. And and as I understand it, you were formerly running your own sort of fitness brand, and, and recently came under the umbrella of Patterson Health and Fitness. Tell us a little bit about how that happened and and when all of that took place. Okay. Um, so I started my own. Um, pretty much during the pandemic, uh, you know, when, when everything got shut down, uh, the gym that the gym I was attending, I was attending an MMA gym. Um, you know, it, it had, it closed down and, and then I had friends hit me up to say like, you know, Hey, we still want to work out. Can you hold pads for us and kind of, you know, like work us out. And, and so we did started doing it in the parks and that kind of stuff. Um, and then I ended up, uh, this, I was living out in the Bay area at the time. So I ended up moving back to my hometown, which is Patterson. Um, and just, you know, figured I, I should find some clients out here to, to kind of make some money while, while things are shut down. And, and um, I started with, with one client and then, uh, you know, that turned into like, Hey, can you, can you train my kids? And, and sure. So then it was like an adult and then some kids. And then it turned into like, well, my kids, kids want to want to work out with them. <laughs> so that turned into a kid's class. And, yeah. 
at first it started with, you know, teaching them how to actually fight, right? So there's fight training and then there's like fitness fight training, you know? Um, but then it, it kind of evolved into a fitness um, type of uh, fight training. Um, you know, went from kids classes to adult classes. And then we figured like, hey, let's do a, a boot camp, you know, for people who want to learn, who want to get in shape and stuff like that. And, and then, so I started holding boot camps out of my garage. I converted the whole thing into basically a gym. Um, and then, you know, uh, <clears throat> uh, I ended, I added like a, uh, like a cardio kickboxing class, you know, so I had a whole, yeah. whole full schedule of classes. Um, and then Patterson Health and Fitness itself, it's been here um, about 25 years. And, you know, it operated as basically just a, a, a normal, you know, type of gym at first. Um, and then also during the pandemic, they had somebody come in and bring an MMA program. And that program ended up outgrowing the space. So they moved, but they had already invested in like buying bags and setting up spaces for it. Um, so the, the owner approached me, asked me if um, I wanted to, to move in here, bring my program here, take over the program that they had going. Um, and then, uh, so it took a while. It was, it was a good, you know, few months of like um, kind of figuring out how it all fit together. Um, and we ended up landing on, on basically Patterson Health and Fitness absorbing my own brand, which is Leonis Training. Um, and then now I manage it all, you know, kind of uh, my job is to, to expand the program, um, increase the revenue, try to, you know, gain more members uh, and, and also just figure out just uh, generally how the gym itself can, can um, you know, just do better on the business side. right? Yeah. So, so, so sort of best of both worlds, really, you were able to be sort of somewhat acquired by this greater entity, but still have responsibility for your own brand. But now beyond that responsibility for growing the gym in general you already mentioned right. a handful of revenue streams there i want to i want to pick your brain a little bit about sort of capacity obviously gyms like this rely on a big pop, a big population of members at what is comparatively to the industry a relatively low cost right high volume right. low cost how do the number of members you guys have now compare to where you ultimately think it can be. Is there room for growth here? Uh, definitely, definitely. We're, we're um, <clears throat> I mean, we're, we're compared to um, what we can expand to, we're, we're on the lower end. We're at the, um, you know, we, we're kind of out of our like soft launch phase, you know, where, where we just trying to get people in. And now we have a good handful of people that come in um, to the classes. There's plenty of space. None of the classes are ever full, um, but we are designed to, to pretty much at least um, double our class size, you know, in the, in the, immediate future and then um we're hoping to 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 possibly triple or quadruple it at some point where we have packed classes i see okay so a lot of room for growth here which right. i mean obviously brings us to a conversation about marketing and, and generating right. interest in general what are you guys doing to fill some of that capacity because obviously it sounds like there's there's room to add new people to this how are you guys generating leads right now uh, so we have a website, um, you know, that was another one of the things that I came in. When I came in, the, a lot of their systems have been, were outdated. Um, you know, like I said, the gym's been around for 25 years and, and they kind of, I think, um, you know, they have just been been going the whole time. So so not a whole lot of like social media presence. Um, you know, they had a website that was super outdated. It was like, you know, it had class schedules from years ago. It had trainers who are no longer anywhere and, you know, involved at all. Um, you know, so, so we, we pretty much just revamped the website and, and made it, you know, it's, it's a, it's a pretty basic website. Like you come in, this is what we offer. This is our class schedule. This is how you get a hold of us. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and, and, and so we get a lot of leads from that. We have a contact us form that they fill out and they can kind of check and let us know what it is they're interested in. Um, and then besides that, 
Um, we're a fairly small community. You know, I think we're at like 30, 40 something thousand people now. Sure. Um, you know, and, and so a lot of it is like word of mouth, um, people telling friends uh, in the, the city itself, there's um, currently only two gyms that are that are designed like us. Um, and, and so you they almost only have two options, you know. Right. Um, and, and so <clears throat> now it's like, um, you know, boosting up the social media presence. Yeah, uh, yeah. that was going to be um, my next question is, is have you guys considered investing into Facebook, Instagram, Google, whatever it may be, and, and spending mm-hmm. some money to bring some people in? Um, definitely. I think we're, we're, we're pretty much reaching a point, you know, like I said, it's been like a transition period, right? So um, we, we have the equipment all set up now. We have the rooms pretty much all, you know, completed. Um, and now it's time to, okay, let's start to grow. So that's definitely in the plans. Um, we're not doing, we're not investing anything right now in any sort of like, um, you know, uh, Facebook ads or, or anything right, like right, that. Right. Um, you know, it's just been a lot of um, tag, retag, repost. Um, sure. I manage, what would the organic you know, like, side then? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But we're definitely right. open to to investing. Sure. And and I think at some point, it becomes more of a reality for for any sort of business, right? At, at even the biggest companies in the world advertise to try to gain market share, and so I think that'll that'll be a a future step for you guys at least. Right. I, I think it's important for us to touch on that in this kind of model, there are so many different ways to generate revenue and, and in turn help people, right? They're not just money grabbing strategies. We, we are providing value with these. Do you think that things like personal training, things like group training will be a, a bigger focus for you or is it more the membership numbers first and that'll take care of the personal training and the group training stuff? Um, well, my main focus is the group training part because that's part of the, the premium membership, right? That's part of the, um, the thing that's kind of under, under the Leonis brand. Um, so that's, that's definitely always like my, my main focus is to do. And it's also the, the um, you know, it generates higher revenue like per customer, um, you know, and, 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 um, I think they stay a little longer because they are coming in, they create a community, you know, they, they get to know the trainers and they, they there's a little bit more accountability and stuff there. Right. Um, right. So that's definitely like the, the biggest, um, you know, my main focus. Uh, and then always, you know, expanding the, the, the current gym membership as far as people who are just kind of wanting to come in and do their own thing. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, I think worthwhile for us to address that typically focusing on one helps the other, right. but which one has the greatest opportunity. I think that's more of a case by case sort of scenario. So as you look forward with this, I mean, a lot of the time paralysis by analysis can become just as much of an issue because there are so many things that we can focus on. What's sort of your main target here or or the main task that you would want to accomplish as the manager of this, at least through the rest of this year? Right. Um, just increasing the, the, the members who do opt for the, the premium membership. Um, you know, right now, uh, we, we have, a, you know, we have a good, good amount. We're, we're at about, I want to say about 50 that, that come in, um, you know, and, and they're not, <clears throat> some of those are people who just don't really come in a whole lot, but they don't mind paying the membership. Um, but, you know, uh, we have a good, good chunk of them now. Um, but, but the main focus would be to grow that because that's, um, you know, somebody who comes in to do that, they also have the regular gym membership, so they can come in at any time. Um, you know, and they're they're more of the um, the main focus of of what I'm what I'm trying to do anyway. Yeah, and, and so big picture this for me for a minute. Mm-hmm. As you look to the future beyond this year, 
What do you see as the vision for this? Do you think you'll keep Leonis under this umbrella? Do you think that'll expand to its own thing at some point? Do you think you'll become a bigger role within Patterson in general? What's sort of the future of this whole thing? Um, so, so the, the plan is to um, take the, the Leonis part of, of what's under Patterson Outdoor Fitness right now um, and eventually expand that to, um, you know, because so the way it's set up, we have like separate rooms, right? So we have a separate room upstairs that only houses the cardio kickboxing area. And then we have a separate room downstairs that houses all the, all the equipment that we use for our classes. Um, so it's kind of a, um, a natural fit to at some point uh, replicate that part of it rather than the main gym. Um, and, you know, then we can use smaller facilities, cheaper, you know, cheaper startup costs and break that off to where we eventually have facilities that we only offer these types of classes rather than a, um, you know, global gym type of setup. Um, so that, that's kind of our like, like five-year goals to expand into a couple more neighboring cities the, the area that we're in, um, there's, there's, um, you know, maybe four or five, possibly six, um, cities that are all about, you know, be under 10 miles from each other. Um, and it comprises what we call the West side. So the plan would be to move, you know, from one city to the next so that we kind of just grow that, that market share. Yeah. I, I think it's, it's always a fun thought experiment to look forward to see what the options are, because I mean, clearly the product has demonstrated value. People right. want to be a part of this. And, and so yeah. which direction are we ultimately going to take this? Jesse, I think that's a, that's a pretty good place for us to start to wrap this whole thing up, but before we get out of here, I want to give you the chance to tell people where they can learn a little bit more about both Patterson and Leonis training. What's, is there a website? Is there social media? Where can we send people? Yeah, definitely. So the website is uh, PattersonHealthAndFitness.com. Uh, you know, it's all spelt out, all lowercase. Um, and then we have a few Instagram handles. One is at PattersonHealthAndFitness. Um, same thing, all one word. Uh, and then I have one that's at Leonis training. So it's Leonis is L E O N E S and then underscore training T R A I N uh, I N G. And, and um, besides that, we also have, so our cardio kickboxing class is called power strike. So it's its own, yeah. um, you know, kind of deal. And that has its own uh, Instagram as well. And that's at power strike Patterson, you know, or power strike Patterson. I think it is. Got it. Um, so, and, and all of them are kind of, I manage all three of them. So, if, if one post, you know, we usually tag the other. So if you find one, you'll end up finding all of you'll them. You'll e easily find the other ones. Connect with yeah. Jesse on one or all of these platforms. Jesse, man, I really appreciate your time. This has been helpful to get a little bit of an insider look into both businesses here. And, and I think these types of conversations are tremendously helpful for the fitness business owner community in general to be a little bit vulnerable and, and figure out where we're not doing as well so that we mm -hmm. can figure out workable solutions. I, like I said, I can't thank you enough for your time, man. I'm excited to see what the future holds for you and we wish you nothing but the best. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate Absolutely. it. I appreciate you having me on. Fantastic. And to everyone who tuned in today, thank you as well. Don't forget if you'd like to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you're interested in joining us to talk about your business model within the fitness industry, click the link in the description, fill it out. Our team will be in touch with you soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lord's out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. 
The Gym Lords Podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more, or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I am your host, Austin Montero, and today we are joined by Josh Gangaware from Iron Gang Fitness in Boca Raton, Florida. Josh, how are we doing, man? Doing great, man. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you for coming on. Uh, it's Monday, right? Early June here. We're talking fitness. Industry veteran, man. Been doing this 12 plus years now, right? 13th year, I guess, uh, in business, which is no small feat. So let's dive in, man. So Iron Gang Fitness. Josh, tell us... First of all, like why you started this? Let's start there. Easy question, sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of, sort of easy, right? Yeah. Um, so really, I was an athlete growing up. Um, when I went to college, I really didn't want to have any sort of office job. I was still wanted to continue moving. I was a big baseball player, so I figured, okay. let's go coach baseball. How you do that? You sure. become a teacher, right? So I, <laughs> I went to college, undergrad for, uh, for phys ed. Okay. Went through that programming. That was the first time where I was really exposed to biomechanics, exercise science, that kind of stuff. So that really started to spark my interest. Then I started to realize that teaching was not what I wanted to do, but I did still want to work with athletes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so then I decided I was going to go get my master's. So I went to grad school down at Florida Atlantic University for exercise science, concentration on strength and conditioning. And that really just kind of led me down the road of the fitness side of things and I, i've loved it ever since i love it man i love it you know similar backgrounds right i started as an athlete and i want to kind of share that with others what was like some of your main goals um to accomplish when you started this business <laughs> Dude, when, I, <laughs> when i first started it was just to put food on the table but, <laughs> you're right was, me too me too yeah but you know uh business ownership was never something that like it wasn't part of my family growing up. It was, yeah. you go to school, you get a job, you work for whoever it is um, right. and you pay your bills. So, you know, the whole entrepreneur business owner thing yeah. Yeah. was never really a thought that was in my mind. It was something that really just, yeah. it cultivated itself as I got into this industry and me kind of realizing that I don't really like taking direction from other people, like <laughs> doing my own thing. Um, and so that's really kind of where it spread from. Yeah, I love it. But I think that's a good thing, right? Especially if we're being an entrepreneur, we have to like go out there and create what we want. And I think, I think that's the future, man, for real. Like, so I was the same way, Josh, when I started, I was like, let's just go open this gym. I wanted to do it. Like love fitness, training people, blah, blah, blah. No long-term goal back in the day, but has that changed for you? I'm sure it has over time and kind of matured uh, over these past 13 years. Yeah, absolutely. You know, once I, you know, I kind of got to a point where I knew that this is the space that I wanted to be in. Then I started to realize that, well, you can't just go in every day and just hope clients are going to show up. <laughs> you know, you've got to start to build at least some foundation of 
systems, how you're going to keep clients, how you're going to get new clients, how you're going to get your clients results. Um, and that's where it started to really spawn and like, and where I started really start to figure out like, all right, maybe I should start to treat this more of like a business instead of just, right. I get to wear gym shorts every day to work. And that's, yeah. <laughs> which is which awesome. Is, but Which is great for sure. Yeah. Wearing sweatpants is terrific. Shorts in Florida, sweatpants up here in Connecticut. But yeah, man, like, um, I agree totally. And we mature over time as a business owner, which is, which is great. Where, what's like the perfect day look like for you, uh, as a, as a trainer, business owner, or what is the goal for it to look like? Maybe that's a better question. Yeah. Yeah. The goal for it is cause I, I still, you know, I love working with my clients one-on-one. -on -one. Um, so I would love to train my five, six, seven clients in the morning, yeah. get my workout in and then have the rest of the afternoon of the day to, you know, really work on whatever it is as far as either online coaching programming, trying to generate uh, like some, some more educational stuff. And then I have three young kids too. So getting to, okay. to spend some time with my kids and especially as I start to get older, yeah. getting into, you know, some of the activities that they'll be in sports and stuff like that. I want to yeah. be there for that. That sounds like a great day, man. I, I love that, you know, <clears throat> to be able to control your schedule and in some capacity, which is huge, especially that, oh, excuse me, choking here on something when the online piece comes in is, is massive, right? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, uh, yeah, sorry, we talked about kind of like <laughs> the rice or something crazy, but uh, yeah, I agree totally, man. I think to know like where we want our days to be like, like I think it sets us up for success. If we're just kind of floating around in the breeze, you know, things don't really conspire in our favor, so to speak, as far as like fate goes. So awesome, you have a plan of where it is and maybe where you want to go. So like we know your why, you know, like we kind of the overall view of of the business. Let's dive into some like core functions of this thing. So like you know marketing, sales, retention, ascension, all these sort of things. Let's talk about, before we get into that, let's talk about your model at Iron Gang Fitness and then we'll dive into the business stuff. What is the model and the services that you do offer for your clients at Iron Gang? Sure. So it's primarily one-on-one -on -one personal training based. Yep. Um, so I mostly work with, you know, guys middle-aged to entrepreneurs who have been athletes before or housewives around the, the Boca Raton area. And really it's mostly working with them who have been injured before and are kind of working mm -hmm. their way back from injury. Um, okay. So that's really where that model stands or at least uh, really kind of focuses on. But I do offer semi-private training as well where we get groups of three or four at a time. Um, and then I also have the online coaching piece that I would okay. work on. Awesome, I love it. A couple different approaches there. Um, ways you can upsell, downsell, all these good things. Which percentage, how do those break down as percentage of your business? The PT, the small group, the online, what does that look like? Yeah, the one-on-one -on -one is a good 80% of okay. what I do. Um, yeah. And then probably 10% yeah. of the semi-private, 10% of the online. Okay. And yeah, your area, like that demographic, Boca Raton, more affluent kind of area, right? Where personal training is not a problem for people to pay the money, right? Exactly. It's almost, uh, <laughs> if you don't have a personal trainer, then there's right. something wrong with you kind of that's the place to do it man that's the place to do it for sure so a huge advantage obviously i think the market we're in makes a massive difference for uh, a service like pt or small group training so that's awesome man i appreciate you sharing your model now talk to us about how you've gone about marketing to acquire new clients get new faces in the door uh, on like you know a regular basis yeah the, the biggest driver for me has really been i guess twofold where it's been referrals from clients um, yeah. you know, kind of going back to what we talked about, getting those systems down to where you can actually get them results. So yeah. they will refer you other people. Uh, that's a right. big one. Um, yeah. and then just being a part of the community. So I've been in the Boca Raton area now for 12, 13 years. Right. Um, 
you know, worked in a couple of different spaces within that. So just having your name throughout that space, making sure that people know who you are, you know, really trying to generate, make yourself the authority for the niche that you're in. So again, for me, it's really people coming back from injuries. That's what I was thrown into with the first gym that I worked out of and kind of been in that ever since, um, you know, just making sure that you provide the, the service that they're looking for. And, and that tends to come back towards you. For sure. So that the, uh, you would say your niche or your ideal client right now is that person coming off of an injury or something like that, right? So exactly. Yep. Right. Yeah. It's almost like the, the post, uh, post rehab yeah. kind of. Client. Yeah. So if we know that it's really helps us with our marketing and how we can also structure that if we ever do any like direct advertising, you know, have you done anything with paid ads or Instagram, Facebook, um, right now, like, you know, paid ads are like they used to be like, I'm seeing $3 ads out there, which is crazy. Like, you know, a $3 leads, which is, which is incredible. Where is your approach to using that as part of uh, your marketing plan? Yeah, I've gone a bunch of different directions yeah. with that throughout the years. Um, yeah. But, you know, you know, more recently, it's, it's really, like you said, it's been targeting that specific market, making sure right. that I'm speaking right. to that client. Um, and it's not even, it's not asking for someone to work with me directly. It's let's give them information right away. Let's kind of get them results in advance. Yeah. And then they will come back once they see that there's value there and that there's more than I can offer. That's really the, the approach that I've been taking with it. So whether it's the, the Facebook ads that I throw out or the Google ads that I'm running, you know, it's really more towards just driving information towards that specific person, getting them into my website, getting into my funnels. So that way they can eventually reach out to me. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And that's so important, especially nowadays with so much competition and all that sort of thing. What's the best way you, you're able to nurture that relationship with somebody who shows some interest? Cause you know, to me, it's like 24 hours and it's over, right? Or, or it's like, you know, it's, it's pretty quick sometimes. Uh, but how, how are you best able to nurture it so that you can get them as a client and then get them those results that obviously make all the difference? Sure, exactly. And, and that's, that's one of the pieces that, you know, starting to rebuild my business and, and trying right. to get to the place or exactly where I want to go. That's been the biggest piece that I've been working on. So, you know, really trying to focus on building on my email list. Yeah. So it's... Yeah a source of media that yeah. I control, making sure that if I send it out, I know it's going right to your inbox. Right, right. I don't have to worry about these algorithms yeah. of whether or not my, my people are gonna see it or not. Um, so that's been a big one. And then I do still run a bunch of, you know, just talking to people through DMs if they express interest yeah. or, you know, if they comment on anything that I'm, yeah. that, that I'm posting, just making sure that I'm reaching out and, and yeah. just trying to stay in contact with them. And then I try and keep a spreadsheet of making sure that once I reach out to someone, making sure that I don't let them just go off of that one interaction, making sure that I go back yeah, and, uh, sure. and follow up with them. So big, right? Having that system in place is massive. You know, people can slip through the cracks super easy. And um, yeah, I, I think that's awesome. What are they right down here? Yeah, email list you brought up, which is great. Nobody said that to me yet. So like, I love you said email list. How do you go about, how have you gone about uh, building that in the best way? What's worked best for me? <laughs> That's uh, like I said, that's one that I'm, I'm currently trying to build up as best yeah, as I can. Hard, so hard. this is where me like reworking a bunch of my framework has okay. really been lending a bunch of my time. So, you know, having some of these lead magnets that I've built yeah. out to where I'm just trying to, like I say, yeah, let me collect your email. I'm going to give you something for free just to yeah. make sure that you're getting some value out of this. Right. Once you're in there, then I'm going to continue to provide, provide value. And then every once in a while, then I'll, you know, throw out an offer to you, making, you know, sure, just sure. seeing if yeah. you're interested with it. Right. Um, so that's been, that's been the biggest one is yep. just going yep. about it that way. But then it's, you know, from 
all of my past clients that I've worked with before having their emails, just at least starting with a base of that. And even yeah. just throwing it on social media, be like, Hey, I've got this newsletter that I'm throwing out. If you want to follow yeah. me, yeah. here's my, <laughs> here's a way to get in touch. It sounds simple, but it's not, it's hard to do. And it's like, uh, I'm, I'm all about like out educating people, out sharing people as far as like competition goes, you know, on, on our social media approach. Do you find the email list and like the outreach helps better with online clients as the in-person or, or you don't see much difference or is it flipped? I haven't seen much difference between the two at this point. You know, I, you know, I think again, for a lot of people, the amount of information that's out there isn't really a problem, right? You can right. Google anything and there's information out there. It's getting that information from a trusted source and making sure that you're that trusted source for those people. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing. Yep. I agree. Uh, trust is huge, right? What do you think are the best ways that you can grow that as a trainer, as a gym owner? Like you said, there's so much information or so much maybe false information, who knows, but um, what are just good ways you can build trust with your clients and maybe potential future clients? I mean, I think it's a few things, right? I think it's, you know, number one, going back, this is always going to be number one, probably is making sure that you're getting the results that your clients are yeah. out to, out to achieve, right? Um, not making their goals, our own goals, like making sure that right. their goals are going to remain their goals. Um, sure, sure. So going back into testimonials, like that's exactly what yeah. they're going to want yeah. to share is if you reach their goals. Um, so I think that's a big one. And then, you know, just making sure that for me, it's staying up on, you know, whatever is currently trending within right. in the fitness space and making sure that you're sticking with because things are changing all the time. Right. Yeah. And new information has always come out. So making sure that it's, that I'm going to be vetting it and vetting it from people that I trust and, and just making sure that the information that I'm putting out there is going to be as current as I possibly can make it. And I think a big thing too, that I've learned is admitting when I was wrong, you know, right. not thinking that and not portraying that I'm always right. You know, it's right. Right. Because things change so often is sometimes I'm going to get stuff wrong, but if I do get it wrong, that I'm going to try and correct it. Yeah. Taking ownership of it, but uh, still having convic conviction that we care about our clients, I think is, is really huge. Like you just said. So yeah, great ways to build trust for, for sure. Now, Josh, with your, so we talked about your leads, how you get people in the door, how you nurture that. Is there any bit, has there been any like sales uh, initial offers or ways to get people in door that have worked better? Like six week, you, we've seen the six week trials, our six week uh, transformations, eight weeks, 21 days. What have you done specifically that's worked well for you? Yeah, the biggest ones that I've done is uh, because my, my model relies so heavily on the one-on-one -on -one personal training. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, you get a trial of three personal training sessions okay. at the regular price, but it's a money back guarantee. So after those three sessions, once you've paid in, if you didn't like the service or there was something that wasn't quite right, didn't seem like we made it the right connection, then I'll refund you your money back and we can go our own ways. Um, okay. And so that's kind of helped. It's helped just kind of ease that tension of, sure. you know, you don't want to be feel like you're stuck in this long-term commitment mm -hmm. with this person that doesn't either doesn't, isn't going to provide the service that you're looking for, or you don't mesh with. So at least there's this trial period here. Let's get you in right. here. Let's see what we can do. Um, I'll, I'll show my value, but if it doesn't seem like it's working, then, go separate then it's fine. for sure. Yeah. No, I, I like the money back guarantee approach. We'll say, we'll call it, you know, like, Thing that builds some trust, a lot of trust too. Like we're not in this just to take your money and, and move on. So, <coughs> excuse me, geez. So yeah, I agree with that totally, man. I like that. Have you ever tried one of those six week trials or anything like that in your small group or it's been all just kind of a same approach with the three sessions? 
Um, so the way that I've done it with my small group yeah. is I've done a two week trial. Um, and that's done. Okay. Um, and I think again, like if we're looking at bottlenecks of where I potentially could grow with this, right. where again, I only have a limited amount of time personally that I can work with. So yeah. my small group trainings are, there are very specific times. Yeah. <laughs> so so it's really, it's just trying to fit in like a couple people in this one specific time slot. So I think, uh, you know, the biggest bottleneck for me is, is the time slot thing and just not sure. having the time. Yeah. It's always a, that's always tough, right? Are you, uh, to solve that, you're thinking of, uh, bringing on any team members down the road here or hiring any of trainers, coaches, that sort of thing. That has absolutely been in the thought process for, for the last several months is, you know, yeah. how can I, I replicate what I'm doing. Sure. with right. someone else right and not because the biggest thing for me was always I don't want to offer someone a lesser service than what I'm providing right yeah. um so part of that is it's a trust factor for myself <laughs> which is <laughs> which is, hard. It, hard. It doesn't always work it doesn't always work so well right um but kind of letting the reins loose a little bit and but also you know making yeah. sure that I'm educating whoever it is that I do bring on making sure that they're getting the right education, making sure that they're understanding exactly how I do run things the proper way. So that way, once they do come in, that they're ready to run with anyone that I do bring in. Yeah, that's great. And we, we need that team to scale, right? We can't do it. We can, we can only do so much alone. And we kind of hit that, hit that kind of ceiling of what we can do. So yeah, I, I think that's awesome. And that's definitely for moving forward too. And we talked about it's off camera, but like we get members in the door, we have this nurture process to get those new leads in. Talked about your initial offer and your model. Retention, obviously a huge thing in our business. How do you go about uh, keeping your members engaged? Do you have any systems in place that kind of help uh, that process and that retention numbers be as high as possible? Yeah, um, so I've done, I've done a bunch of different things to, to try and work on this. So I've done, you know, every few months, I'll send out a survey, just making sure that, you know, asking all these questions of what can I do better, what we're doing right, um, you know, just really just getting feedback as much as possible. Um, also along the same lines, just being not quite as formal with an actual, you know, email with it, but just continuously talking with our clients, making sure that we're headed in the right direction that they're trying to go in, right? Um, again, once they, once they come in, what their initial goal is might not always stay their goal, right? Because a lot of people they'll have hesitation as far as when they're coming in, like they don't, again, right. we, we need to build trust, right? So they're, yeah. they might not give you everything when they first come in. So reassessing what their goals are after the first three, yeah. four, five weeks and just making sure that we're actually on the right track for what they really want um, is always a big help. Um, and then really what I've been doing lately too is once a month, I'll just get with them for an extra 10, 15 minutes, just again, just making sure that we're on the right track, seeing if what I'm doing is what they're expecting of me, making sure that we're just on the same page with this. How's the coaching going? How's the communication going? Just making sure that everything is, is really on yeah. point, making sure that we're continuously growing in the right direction. Yeah, that's so important, right? And uh, like you just said, communication to me is everything. And those check-ins, I think are huge. Reassess. We want to have the clients with us like for life. So I want that life cycle to be forever, you know? And uh, do you do things like track lifetime value of a client and how long they stay, their usage rates, all that sort of stuff, all those fun things? Um, that, fun that's, that's something that I've been, I've been trying to go, go back yeah. on. Um, you know, I do have several clients that I've worked with for not quite the 13 years that I've been in business, yeah. but yeah. You know, for at least for a good 10 years. Um, 
to try to go all the way back through that has been <laughs> a bit more <laughs> difficult than, yeah, than I had imagined. Um, but that's something that, you know, with any new person that I've had coming in within uh, the last six months or so, I've really started to track that and see nice. exactly where that's at. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. And those clients was for a decade, they're not going to go anywhere. So they're, uh, they're, you know, they're cool. It's just to get as many of those as we can. Right. So that's awesome, man. So Josh, well, all being said, man, what's next? Where's your focus now for the next, I know we talked about this before, but for the next 12 months for, for Iron Gang Fitness, where are you focused on uh, from a growth perspective with your business? Yeah. Like we talked about, it's, that's, that's been the bottleneck for me, right? Where it's, yeah. again, we only have so much time that I can give. Right. So um, it's really between a couple of different things. Um, so really lately it's been on trying to grow and expand this online presence that I have. So online coaching, online nutrition, online education, uh, platform that I've really been trying to put a lot of focus in. Um, but like we talked about before too, it's not that I have shut the doors on the idea of opening another facility. It's just one of those, it's, it's gotta be the right situation. Um, because we did talk about previously as well that I did have a facility that I opened just before the right. pandemic right. hit. Um, and there's a bunch of stuff that I would have changed, uh, going through that. So, sure. you know, between deciding business partners, between having my own finances in order that I didn't, I didn't have any of that stuff set up right. properly right. ahead of time. Um, right. so now I've obviously put a lot more focus into that making sure that every step that I take is I think about it and I'm a little bit more diligent as far as making sure that it's going to fit within exactly what I want instead of yeah. wanting to leave the previous spot that I was in so badly that it didn't matter where I went in. It was just something that was brand new. Right. Right. Yeah. It's always a tough call. Right. But like right now, real estate markets are crazy. Like rentals. I know where I am. I'm sure it's kind of similar to where you are. It's like, Price per square foot is through the roof. Uh, supply is pretty low. So obviously it drives the price higher. So yeah, I mean, what are your thoughts about moving to a space right now from like the cost of rent and all that sort of thing? Because it's, it's probably as high as it's ever been, you know? Yeah, exactly. So just, you know, the, not, not putting a ton of time into looking at spaces right now. Yeah. Um, but what I have seen, exactly like you said, you know, yeah. prices are, are kind of through the roof. So if for me, if I'm trying to get something that is really worth my while, it's, you know, I got to make sure that I have the clientele right. there. That's yeah. really yeah. going to make sure that they're going to be there. So I can, yeah. from day right. one, I'm, I'm right. kind of full up um, because, you know, South Florida is all of a sudden become one of the most expensive sure. places to, <laughs> to live in the country. Well, yeah, exactly. Right. Um, so obviously with the influx of people coming down, yeah. it, it does make products pretty scarce as far as yeah, spaces yeah. um and it's also driving driven price up which is kind of where my thought came in where all right let's try and expand this online space where at right. least that overhead of having the building doesn't come into play yeah. quite yet and again if, if you know if i can build a solid nest of what's yeah. happening from the online space and that can transition into an, yeah. an in-person facility then that would be the dream right there that's that's course, exactly yeah. where i'd love to be at yeah, no, I agree. I think I think that's the perfect spot, kind of the hybrid kind of situation. I think uh, is beautiful, man. So, uh, Josh, this has been awesome, man. I think it's a perfect place to uh, wrap this up. Uh, Iron Gang Fitness, Boca Raton. Where can the listeners check you guys out? Uh, uh, website, social media, all that good stuff. Where can we find you? Yeah, website is irongangfit.com. And Instagram is just my name, so Josh Gangaware. Those are Easy two big place. places where I, where I lay at. That's it. I love it. I love the last name, Josh. I'm going to give you a follow here once we, once we get off this, but uh, thank you so much, man. This was great. I enjoyed it. Awesome. Thank you, man. I appreciate it.
Josh, you got it, man. And to all listeners, we appreciate you guys as well. Please hit like and subscribe to be notified for our future episodes. And until next time, Jim Lords, we are out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets, at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.